Brewers opening day coverage continues for 2020. Second baseman Keston here joining us on the first Midwest Bank hotline on the Brewers flagship WTMJ. Keston, thank you so much for the time this morning. So how excited are you to get that first at-bat under your belt tonight at Wrigley Field? I'm very excited. You know, during spring training, uh, a lot of the players, a lot of the veterans are saying, you're, you know, your, your debut is one thing, but your first opening day is going to be special too. So, um, you know, looking forward to that. Obviously, it's going to be under a little different circumstances, uh, with no fans in the crowd, but, uh, you know, I think we're all just really eager to get back, and, you know, baseball's finally back, so um, we're just going to take advantage of every moment we get and, um, you know, ride with the, you know, 60-game season we have. How is that uh, game on the other side of Chicago Wednesday night against the White Sox? You're, you're first against uh, an opponent not named Brewers or Milwaukee playing an actual uh, foe. Granted, it was an exhibition game, but uh, still, how, how, would, how did that feel? Uh, it felt good, actually. I mean, just being able to... Um, you know, ride to the ballpark, you know, a different scenery, uh, take batting practice there. You, know, you definitely get the, the game, day, game day vibes going on right there. And, um, you know, even though there's no fans in the crowd, you know, you still feel the competition. Um, it's pretty high and uh, the competitiveness between, you know, the two teams. Um, you know, at that point, you know, you're, you're in it to win it. And, um, you know, you got to take everything, you know, seriously. So, uh, it felt really good. You know, it felt pretty game-like atmosphere for me, at least, and um, you know, looking forward, uh, you know, to make it really count. As you approach this first full season in the bigs, is there somebody that you're talking to about season number two? I mean, you put up some pretty gaudy numbers last season. Uh, great sample of 303 batting average, 19 home runs. You know your numbers, but uh, point being, second season is going to be a little bit different. Do you talk to anybody, any of the veterans, about that? Uh, I think, you know, right now we're just really focused on uh, getting the season started. I think before, you know, in spring training, um, you know, we, we have a you know pretty brand-new team where you know, a lot of the players are, are new to the organization. So at that point it was just mainly focusing on getting to know each other, becoming friends, um, you know, finding out, you know, where, you know, strengths and weaknesses, you know, what, what we could do to, you know, help each other at that point and then go from there. So I think, you know, we were able to accomplish that during the spring, um, even more during summer camp, and uh, you know, go from there. So I think, you know, you know, this organization we've really emphasized, you know, what it takes to, um, you know, to win ball games. You know, it's not really one player; it's the whole, whole lineup, the whole pitching rotation, um, the whole bullpen. So I, I think it everything comes into play. Uh, you know, when you know having a successful second season. Brewers second baseman Keston Hira joining us on the first Midwest Bank hotline on the Brewers flagship WTMJ. How do you handle your time between spring training in Maryvale, Arizona, and then spring training 2.0 at Miller Park? How, how did you kill the time during the yeah. pandemic? Yeah, it was definitely different. Um, you know, figure, trying to figure out, you know, how much to keep stay ready. Uh, you know, you never knew when baseball was going to come back. Could have came back in a day, a week, a month. So um, just being able to monitor um, your workload and you know how much to, to keep the body healthy and fresh at the same time, but also conditioned and um, you know under enough stress to to be able to be game ready uh, in case you know you do get that phone call. Um, you know, it was different for me. Obviously, you know, you get to spend a somewhat of a summer. Um, <laughs> home and uh obviously with the the new uh coronavirus you know that kind of puts uh some limitations of what you can do in the summer but um but no it, it was definitely interesting and um you know but i could say it's, it's it would have been very interesting for you know a lot of the veteran guys who have been doing this for years uh being able to be home at this time and spend time with their family and all that so 
Um, it's going to be a weird year. It's been a weird year for all of us, but we know we're like I said, we're just really excited. Baseball's back. I asked Brandon Woodruff before what he thought in terms of who's ahead at this point of the season as you, as you begin here in uh, late July. Are the pitchers ahead or are the hitters ahead? What do you think? Uh, I would say pitchers. That's what um, he said. He said the same yeah, thing. Cause, yeah, because pitchers, you know, for pitchers, you have to be able to stay, um, keep that arm loose, help, healthy the whole season. Um, and, you know, especially starters who, you know, they're workloaded, you know, heavy during season throwing. Um, you know, anywhere from 70 to 100 pitches per game. Uh, I think being able to, to do that and stay conditioned that way, um, it definitely puts an, towards an advantage um, for them. And, you know, when I, for hitters, you know, live pitching isn't always available for us to, to see every single day and um, being able to, you know, adjust off the different pitchers. So I think, you know, at first it, it's, you know, it's advantage towards the pitchers, but um, you know, I think the summer camp was you know just enough amount of games for hitters to get uh, you know live pitches, live at bats under their belt, and you know get ready for the season. I was wondering too if you got any calls from some Hollywood agents who might have seen your uh, performance as Marty <laughs> McFly in Back to the Future. <laughs> that was excellent. No, I'm still waiting. I'm still waiting. <laughs> how how much fun was that to do that? Were you a big Back to the Future fan to begin with? Oh yeah, no, I, I've seen all of them and multiple times and. Um, you know, Back to the Future is always one of those classics that you know everyone loves, and uh, it was a lot of fun. You know, I've seen you know past you know uh, videos that the Brewers have put together, uh, mainly starring Brent Suter. So you know, I was glad to be able to um, co-lead with him in that in that uh, in that viewing. Uh, you know, he's <laughs> he's a special character, he's a talented character, and um, you know we had a lot of fun with it. Yeah, is he a good director? Is he gentle, or is he very demanding? Is he is he like Otto Preminger? Is he really hard on you? No, it's just hard to take it seriously because uh, you know he has so many different you know accents and voices in him that uh, he, he kind of gets carried away with it. So it, it's kind of hard to to keep to keep your cool during the whole time. It's quite the compliment to co-star. I mean, in in your second season, you got the big role. That's that's uh, that's that's saying a lot. Oh yeah, yeah. I think I think I kind of put myself in that position uh, more than other other players on the teams when I decided to do a little dance with him at the the jersey unveiling over in the winter. Ah, that's that's right. Very cool. Well, Keston here. Good luck tonight against the Cubs. Good luck during this abbreviated 2020 season. It is so good to have baseball back. Have fun along the way, and I hope we can talk to you again soon. All right. Thanks for having me.